Hello and welcome to the Kinetic Fitness Show, where we inspire you to live a longer, healthier, happy, and more joyful life. We cover everything you need to know to be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. Are you ready to become the ultimate version of yourself? Well, let's dive into another episode with your host and guide by your side, Allie West. Welcome back, Kinetic Fitness Show fans, to another episode of the show, another episode of the Kinetic Fitness Show podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining me wherever you are, whatever you're doing. My name is Ali West, and I am super grateful, as always, to have you listening into this episode. I'm not going to lie. I am massively excited to share this episode with you. My guest today, Troy Casey, certified health nut, is somebody that inspires me. I admire him. I look up to this guy and he is doing great things. Troy Casey, Certified Health Note. You may have come across him on YouTube or Instagram. If you haven't, go and check him out. Just bang Certified Health Note in either of those platforms, Instagram, YouTube, or just Google Troy Casey or Google Certified Health Note. Check out Troy. Don't do it now. You can do it now if you want or you can do it at the end of this show. But go and check him out. Give him a follow. Subscribe to his YouTube And Troy's putting out amazing content every single day, inspiring people to be healthier, to be happier, to improve their mindset, improve their spirituality, to raise their vibrational energy up and improve the overall vibration of the planet, you could say. Raise up the consciousness, raise up the energy and have a better world. That's what Troy is all about. In this episode, we discuss Troy's story. I'm not going to tell you too much about that because he's going to go into detail about where he's come from, some of the troubles he's been through and how he created Certified Health Nut, this, I don't know what you call it, a persona, this handle that he's got. We also discuss Troy's mission and vision for himself and the planet. We discuss Troy's daily habits routines, his non-negotiables, things that he does every single day to be healthier and happier and all that good stuff. We discuss his new book, Ripped at 50, which is out now in just a second. I'm going to tell you how you can get your hands on a copy of his book as well because you're going to want to go and buy this. So we talk about his book, his nine pillars of health, how his book is built on the law, the natural law of correspondence and some other laws of the universe as well. We talk about health, wellness, happiness, nutrition, mindset. We talk about how we can raise the vibration of the planet and the consciousness of the planet. Not just me and Troy, but you listening to this as well, what you can do to impact that. And towards the end of the show as well, Troy gives his three tips on how you can live a more fulfilled life. Everything that we promote on this podcast, how you can live a longer, healthier, happier, more joyful life right towards the end of it he tells you his top tips for doing that so this episode i'm not going to lie i'm going to be straight up honest with you no bs this episode is jam packed full of value full of content don't get me wrong we do go deep some of this might be a little bit too much for some of you but if you've listened to some of my other episodes it probably won't shock you too much or offend you too much but we do go deep we talk about some deep deep areas topics issues maybe you could say so i know you're going to love this 
Right, before I share this episode with you, before I bring in Troy, before we get into it and get to the good neat stuff, how can you get a copy of Troy's book? Simple, just head to rippedat50book.com or you can type in troycasey.com. Rippedat50.com or troycasey.com, it's the same thing. It will take you to a page where you can order Troy's book right now. Go and grab a copy of it, get your hands on the copy and if you order before i think it's before the end of march don't hold me to this go and check the website out but if you order before the end of march you can get a discount on the book as well i think he's giving like half price discount or something that's march 2020 if you're listening to this after then you've missed out but still go and claim your book still go and get troy's book i've got my copy on order so i want you to go and do it as well that's about it let's get stuck into this episode obviously all the other stuff don't forget to like this podcast subscribe to it don't forget to leave a review after you've listened and also please please share this just take a screenshot of you listening to this put it on social media tag me in it ali west fitness tag troy casey Um, his handle is certified health nut so tag us both in and we will share it with all of our followers as well make sure you tag us because then we can share it and we can spread the love and don't forget the facebook page kinetic fitness show type that in on facebook follow the facebook page like it whatever it is and you can see all of the happenings all that's going on and the website kineticfitness.co.uk that's enough about that let's get going with this episode episode 67 troy casey certified health nut let's do it troy casey aka certified health nut how are you doing today troy i'm doing awesome man i'm so happy to be alive thought a great starting point would be for you to tell the listeners about yourself what who you are what you do your story and go from there awesome so my name is troy casey i'm known as the certified health nut on the internet and um i started out i got into health and, and nutrition uh when i was uh uh i was a model sitting in milan and uh and I used to have digestive problems. I had constipation and, and I had all sorts of uh, indigestion uh, and I would bloat a lot. And that really hurt my modeling career. Uh, or it, it definitely had a play in there. The, the agents, they're so, uh, uh, they're cutthroat, you know? And so I'd go out and have pizza and beer and next thing you know, I'd be bloated and, and they'd be like, oh honey, you're fat. So um, that affected me. And I also had indigestion and constipation. So. It wasn't just how I looked and, and the feedback I received from my agents. Um, it was also how I felt. And I didn't know anything about health. And I was always wondering why I would eat stuff and then like feel terrible. Uh, for example, I would, you know, if I eat a, a bunch of pasta, uh, I would go into a carb coma. And so, uh, so that was 31 years ago. Um, what happened uh, back then is I, I started to get into fasting, juicing, uh, internal purification, herbs. Um, one of the first herbs I took was dandelion. I read how it purified the liver and it uh, was a diuretic. And so kind of solving my problems allopathically, um, taking an herb uh, to get the water out of my face. And I instantly noticed results. And you know, lo and behold, many years later, I realized how helpful that was uh, for my liver. And uh, I, I, I drank a lot while I was in that industry. I partied a lot. And so 
I definitely think uh, my herbs, my fasting, and the nutrition has helped me long-term. Uh, 31 years later, I can look in the mirror and uh, uh, I see the effects of uh, my internal organs uh, on my skin because you know your, your skin is a direct reflection of your insides. So that was uh, the beginning of my, uh, my, my, my path. And um, I had a lot of success. I was a four-time Versace model. Uh, traveled all around the world, London, Paris, Tokyo, Milan, uh, Miami, New York, and, uh, and I partied a lot, and, uh, and I moved to Los Angeles, uh, I moved back to Los Angeles in 97 to start an acting career, and I realized I couldn't do that as a party animal, as a drunk, and uh, so I, st I, st I started st sobering up around that time, and uh, it was Vipassana meditation that really set me free. Uh, and help me go deeper into myself, deeper into my own personal healing. And uh, at the same time, I started studying with Maori healers from New Zealand and had extremely powerful healings from them. Uh, and then, and, and really started to understand indigenous uh, ways, indigenous healing methodologies, understanding greater pictures of the whole, you know, the big picture. And uh, and then soon after that, somebody introduced me to an herbal line from the Amazon. And I worked with that company uh, for quite a few years, started researching the plants, and then, of course, uh, started drinking the ayahuasca with the Shipibo Indians. And, uh, and that, those three things were big wake-up calls for me, Vipassana meditation, um, Maori healers, and, uh, and the ayahuasca. And... So the, last, the first time I did ayahuasca was about 2006. I had three very profound visions when I was down there. Uh, one was an amalgamation of my on-camera career uh, mixed with my natural medicine studies. And at the time I was doing stand-up comedy. And so uh, when I came out of the jungle, YouTube was a brand new reality and the certified health nut was born. That was the first vision that I've had and it's been unfolding. The second vision was the spirit of my daughter came to me. I wasn't married. I wasn't in a relationship. And uh, um, uh, since then, my family's been unfolding. My, my children, my daughter's nine now. She was my second child. And uh, uh, my son's 12. And so, and that's been, you know, uh, I had those three spiritual awakenings. But the biggest part of my spiritual path has been uh, my family as a father and as a husband. Um, it's really kept me on the, the, the straight and narrow. It's been a real direct reflection being in relationship uh, with my family uh, as a husband and as a father. And uh, the third vision I, I saw was that humanity makes it from the precipice of ecological disaster. Many of the systems that we've set up are unsustainable and um, they're, they're, they're at their end or end times, if you'd like to call it, whether that's the financial situation, the farming situation, um, even the medical establishment is, uh, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's failing us. It's failing the people uh, that, are, that are utilizing it. And so, uh, so, so that's basically my story in a nutshell. And then, you know, things are doing really well. The Internet's flowing and I'm able to put up a lot of these messages on the Internet now. One of the biggest things that attracted uh, myself to you when because I'll just give the the listeners and yourself a bit of context I actually came across you when one of my friends sent me your video on YouTube about DMT activation through the breathing 
And I watched that video and I was like, who is this guy? This is, this is amazing. Like you got the hair, the beard, the body. I was like, this guy's my hero. And, uh, I watched your video. I practiced the, 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 the breathing techniques. And then I started following you on Instagram and then the, the rest is history. And now we're talking on this podcast, which is amazing. But, um, yeah, I think the, the thing that com- comes across with me and it probably resonates with a lot of other people that follow you as well is that you're just yourself and you, and you, you're your just natural self and you're, you're funny and you're witty and you just come across in a very natural way. And I think that's a, an amazing a trait and amazing thing to, to share with the world. But amazing story, Troy, amazing journey that you've been on. Talk to me then a little bit about how the certified health nut evolved and came about. Cause I know you said it back, back when YouTube started and off the back of this vision. So just tell me a little bit about that journey and how that's, uh, that's accelerated and progressed to, to where it is now. When I was working in the Amazon, you know, digital communications were brand new in 2006. I think I just had your average little Sony camera with a stick, right? I think it was 128 megabytes stick. I mean, it was small, right? And, uh, I remember the 528 was like really expensive. And so, and I think the camera was taking two megabit, two, two megabyte uh, pictures and the video was okay. I think it might've been 480p. The video was, was okay. In fact, you can see uh, my first videos were put, I have a YouTube channel called Amazon Troy. I haven't been on it in a long time, but the very first video I shot was shot on that camera of a Shipipo shaman singing an Ikaro uh, in the Amazon. And, uh, and I was enamored with the video. In fact, I utilized that video. I married my, my, my wife. We got married in Vegas and, you know, she was an immigrant. She needed, uh, help with her green card and I, I wasn't a big believer in marriage and what marriage was all about and just mainly because of the business of marriage in this country I saw through the illusions and uh but she needed help with her her green card and I was like you know that's no problem I mean I, I, that's my right as an American and so uh so we went out to Vegas it's kind of what you do you know I guess when you elope or I just wanted to get the paperwork done lo and behold I could have done it at the city hall down here in los angeles but anyhow so there i was in vegas and we were getting married we went to some kind of like elvis chapel you could you could have you could pick or choose your chapel and this this rev this reverend or whoever was marrying us seemed like she was a you know cigarette smoking whiskey drinking you know reverend and, and she was blessing us in or however she was doing it and it seemed so cookie cutter canned and i was just like you know what the moon shining outside uh, in the parking lot. Can we just go? The place smelled funny. And I was just like, can we just go outside in the parking lot? And so we went out there and I pulled out this camera that I had with this recording of this Amazonian shaman. And I let that play. She started giving me the, 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 the same old, you know, till death do you part kind of thing, the same speech. I'd heard and I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm looking to do this a little bit different and I'm the author of my own life. So, hey, let me let me just uh, have this shaman sing and pray us in and and uh, we'll, we'll call it a day. And uh, this was really before I really took ownership and, and authority of my own life. And I was just like, you know, I'm running the show here. I can do whatever I want. And uh and sure enough, she allowed me. And, and uh, so, so I played that song, which I kept 
on that memory stick. I wouldn't erase it because it was so powerful. And so uh, that video, I'll give it to you for the show notes uh, as well. That can be found on my YouTube channel. That was one of the first videos I posted up on uh, YouTube. And, uh, and I had all this exotic footage and, uh, and digital communications were, were brand new. I mean, this, that digital camera was probably my first camera. And that was 2006 and maybe I bought it in 2005. Um, and then 2007, the technology kept on upgrading. And I remember I bought a CD cassette. So it was still on cassette, it was digital, but it was still on a tape. And uh, that I do believe was 720p. So it was the first HD. Um, and platforms happened. Soon after that, Facebook opened up and I'm in LA, so I'm, I'm surrounded with a lot of tech people, a lot of entertainment people. And somebody said that Facebook was gonna be huge. And I was like a first responder. So I was kind of a first responder on YouTube. I was kind of a first responder on, on Facebook. And just by that and my content, I instantly gained you know, notoriety and popularity games been, you know, a, 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 has its own challenges and ins and outs, but I've been able to manipulate it and not even manipulate, been able to influence it enough to get enough influence. I don't think my, my content is popular with the algorithms because as far as I can see, there's still a lot of inane content um, on there. Health and consciousness and holistic medicine, holistic natural medicine isn't the most popular thing. Maybe that's because the pharmaceutical companies and the, and the, and the uh, multinational conglomerates are all intertwined. And I do know that I'm shadow banned for sure on certain subjects and topics, but because I put out so much psycho chicken content, I'm able to jump the shark, you know? Love it. Love it. Working the system, working it. <laughs> I know obviously you practice so many different um, habits and, and daily practices like breathing, cold therapy, sun, all that kind of stuff. But what are like the fundamentals for you, Troy? Like what are the non-negotiables that you do every single day in terms of in relation to your health to improve it, to maximize it every single day? What are the ones that they don't change? They're always there every single day. Well, daily there's, there's some non-negotiables. You know, I like to uh, ground in once a day uh, if not a couple of times a day. Um, and that's usually with, with a shower, you know, you get grounded when you're in the shower. I like to get bare feet into the earth as well, but minimum, uh, non-negotiable daily is, uh, uh, bathing at least one times a day. I like, I like cold showers. Um, I like, uh, clean water. That's non-negotiable hydration. Um, and, uh, uh, clean food. If I'm eating that day, if I'm not completely fasting, uh, I do like clean nutrients. Uh, I like herbs and superfoods. So I do a lot of that. I do a lot of calorie restricted fasting. Um, sleep is another non-negotiable, um, and, and, and movement, some form of movement. Now I do have some down days when, uh, I need extra rest and I won't get as much movement. Um, and I'll just really lay low, maybe just lay around the house all day, lay down. Uh, because I move, it burns so much energy. I give myself permission to do that. But non-negotiables are sleep for sure. I get as much sleep, eight hours. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nine-hour guy, so I, I like to get at least seven, eight hours minimum. Uh, get to bed at an early enough time that I'm, uh, I've 
got good circadian hygiene. Um, uh, if something's going down my neck, it's got to be clean. Uh, I like to take a good poop every day, so uh, making sure my digestion uh, is key. You know, the breath work helps that, the exercise helps that, the nutrition helps that, the superfoods help that. Um, other non-negotiables are brushing my teeth and cleaning the bacteria out of my mouth. You know, um, I like to hydrate my skin. I, I like to use a lot of really high quality plants and oils uh, on my skin. Um, yeah, those are, those are my base non-negotiables. I love to hug my children, you know, kiss my wife, uh, forgive myself. Uh, I, I, I get meditation and I get plenty of prayer in. I figure my thoughts are my prayer. So really focus on uh, uh, positive thoughts. If I catch myself thinking negatively, I, I like to reprogram my, my thoughts and uh, be grateful for everything that I have. Um, so, and it seems like, I don't know if social media is a non-negotiable, but it is a full-time job and, uh, and I'm connecting with my community on social media. So that I do believe is somewhat of a non-negotiable right now, unless I'm practicing a social media fast, which I do from time to time. If you want to get into other habits, I mean, I have plenty of other habits, but those are the non-negotiables. Talk about some of those, talk about the, the other habits, the the, the the other things that you do on top of the non-negotiables really habits that i have are riding my bicycle being out in the sun grounding into the earth uh spending time with my children in nature and uh socializing socializing is a is a is a big part of uh, my soul's desire um walking barefoot in the grass is, is is another one even though i don't get necessarily get to do it every single day um it's, it's a big one for me. Hanging. I like to hang for at least two minutes a day. I've got a hanging bar in my house. Uh, I like to do Qigong. Uh, I like to meditate. I can't say that I do that every day, uh, but I do, I do like to meditate. There's been times in my life when I've done it consistently for hours a day. Um, I like to, uh, again, I like to create, and my artistry is creating content, creating media. and. Uh, I, let, I create about 10 to 15 pieces of media every single day on all different, all different mediums from Instagram to uh, LinkedIn um, and uh, YouTube. Um, and then I also correspond with uh, my people. Uh, I answer my DMs. Lots of times they'll do video. Uh, I'll send people videos, uh, communicating with them that way, give them a little bit more of a personal touch. Um, trying to help people as much as I can. Uh, my time's gotten so uh, limited these days where I've gotten more focused and put more value on my time. I used to give my time away freely so much until some of my mentors really helped me understand my own, uh, uh, my own value and value my own value. And so, um, uh, so I've, I've worked, I've, put together some online programs. Uh, my book is coming out very soon. Uh, that's gonna help a lot more people. And then I work with a team, a social media team that helps me to get my content out. Uh, so I'm able to create much more content. Um, and uh, um, so yeah, that's, that's a big part of, of my day is really getting that out. I'd like to do more art therapy and drawing. Uh, 
but that waxes and wanes, you know, that and, and, and probably practicing something like uh, systematic uh, jujitsu. Um, I do the Qigong, but I'd, I'd like, I'd like to develop and go after a black belt and something like that. Um, so there's other things that I'd like to do and like to explore, but I haven't, and I'm kind of an all or nothing guy. So, um, my, my, a big part of my, my dream and goal is to create, uh, an artist studio very similar to Andy Warhol and, uh, uh Shepard Ferry, the guy from Obey Giant, he, he also has one. And, um, I know that, um, I don't know if Banksy does, but you know those those artist uh, conglomerations, you know, where there's there's a figurehead that's got big ideas, and they need a team and to put them out. Uh, that's my objective. My wife went to Parsons, a very famous art school in New York. She's an amazing designer. She's a fine artist as well, and so really just creating art to affect, you know, human consciousness really. You mentioned the book as well. Can you, uh, I know it's not out yet, but can you tell us a little bit more about that and, and what's going to be in it? What's involved? When's it out? What's the title? Yeah, the book is uh, Ripped at 50, A Journey to Self-Love. And so um, it's about our symbiotic relationship to the earth as above, so below. How do we expect the world to be healthy if we are not healthy ourselves? It parallels my work in the Amazon rainforest. And so, um, you know, I, I studied hermetic code and, and the natural law. Uh, and, and of course, the natural law of correspondence is as above, so below. Um, the, the law of cause and effect, the law of polarity, the law of gender. And so there's basic fundamental principles. And uh, so I put the book into that context as well, the nine pillars of health foundation principles that apply to all human beings, man, woman, or child, goose or gander. And so, um, so, so when that applied, and this is basically like uh, the manual, we all get, you know, we purchase cars or get a brand new Mercedes or Ferrari. They come with an owner's manual. I say the human body is, you know, more technically, logically advanced than any Lamborghini or Ferrari, yet we don't get a manual. So this goes over the basics, and then I designed it uh, to read like a novel. So it's entertaining because, you know, nothing's worse. I've been in entertainment in front of the camera for 31 years. Nothing's worse than boring people to death, right? So, uh, and we don't need another health and wellness book. I think, uh, I think there's thousands and thousands of diet books, etc. And I think people have a little bit of a misnomer when they see a person that's fit you know they think oh you know you know that's just you know health and nutrition and those are two major components uh, but uh it's not everything and you're going to get more mileage what i tell my clients you're going to get more mileage out of managing and mitigating your stress fine-tuning your nutrition and optimizing your sleep hygiene than you are trying to outrun your bad diet in 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 the gym and so there's such a big misnomer that when people when people are sick they go see a doctor but most people are asymptomatic most people are basically borderline they're just ill they're not optimized at all and so they're not crashing down my door to tell them to eat clean food and go to bed by 10 right and so they wait till they get sick 
And usually they don't come to me until they, the doctors can't solve their problems. So I've designed it as a manual to take care of the human body, you know, fundamental principles, and, uh, but it moves uh, uh, like a good story. And so, and then of course I designed the cover as well to really capture the eyeballs. Now we're in pre-launch right now, it's at troycasey.com. And so um, we're pre-launching uh, the hardcover and we might be, I think we might be printing it in the UK. We found a really, really uh, high quality printer. I'm creating a, a limited edition uh, collector's item, an art book basically. Um, and uh, before we go, you know, all digital and, and, uh, and soft cover. So it's going to be a collector's item. Nice. I, uh, I know from obviously watching your videos and, and, and listening to some of the other podcasts that you've done that you've got this, well, you've got a, a big mission and an overriding vision for, for what you want to accomplish whilst you're in this vessel on this plane, should we say. And, uh, I know that one of your kind of over, overarching missions is to lift the consciousness of the, consciousness of the planet, should I say, spit my words out, lift the consciousness of the planet. How can, how are you going to do that and how can we all do it together as one? Yeah, so my mission is to raise human consciousness and change all systems. My vision is clean air, water, soil, and equitable systems for all mankind. I say equitable systems because we can have a nice neighborhood, right? but we've got homeless encampments in downtown Los Angeles. Now they want to use that real estate, expensive real estate. So they're pushing all those people. They're coming out into the neighborhoods. Those people have diseases. They're walking zombies. They're crackheads, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's coming into our neighborhoods. It's going to affect us. It's going to affect our children. All one or none. There is no separation. We are all connected. So either I solve my problems now, the problems are going to consume me. And they're already getting pretty challenging, right? There's all, we're, we're going towards 10 billion people on this planet. And so, um, you know, it's up to me uh, to change. And so I've come up with four major solutions. Um, once the book is out, I'm running for president of planet Earth. And uh, my four major solutions are free energy. Uh, the gift economy, um, uh, self-care, education, and permaculture. So free energy, the two major things that are holding us back that I realized in the Amazon, the two major things that are holding us back are um, oil and money. And money is attached to the petrodollar, and money was an invented idea anyways, this current iteration of the fiat currency. And so, uh, so in innovation and disruption, has always happened on this planet. You know, human ingenuity, uh, we've always moved the species and moved the culture forward. And so nothing is, is new. And the Greeks have said, uh, gnosis praxis intellicus, to know, to do, to become. It's an ever evolving phi ratio spiral into infinity. And so uh, we're, we're just simply evolving in the next level of consciousness, the next new systems are coming online. Uh, as we speak, as the old ones are falling, you know, they're rotten to the core. You know, it may look pretty on the outside, but a, a rotten banana or a rotten apple, it's rotten on the inside, right? And so it's going to fall to the wayside eventually anyhow. So my methodology is to speak into existence no different than the Wright brothers wanting to fly like an eagle. No different from, uh, you know, Jules Verne speaking about submarines in the 1800s or 
talking about helicopters. Uh, he envisioned this, right? And so uh, you got Steve Jobs wanting to put handheld computers. Everything in the room that I'm sitting in and everything in the room that you're sitting in, including these global communication devices that we're on, that makes uh, communication across the globe instantaneous, all this technology was invented in the mind of the man, right? So everything that was impossible, right? When I grew up, Star Trek was on television, started in 1969 through the 70s, right? <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty, right? And so, well, we've already got these telecommunicators that can, that can communicate all over the, the globe. I'm communicating with you live right now. You're in the UK, right? Eight hour time difference, halfway around the globe, away from me. And so that's already there. Beam me up, Scotty, is the next thing. Right, teleportation, uh, telecom telecommunications is already here. Telekinesis, uh, instant communication, psychic communication. If you read Rupert Sheldrake's morphogenetic uh, field or the morphogenetic field, morphic resonance, you know this uh, consciousness, this ability uh, is here. It's in the ethers. Free energy has already been invented by Nikola Tesla uh, in the eighties. Uh, the scientists were working on cold fusion until the physics department run by the Rockefeller Foundation and or whatever research money is funding these universities. Rockefellers, of course, are oil people. And so uh, they're going to shut down any kind of forward thinking that's going to end the monopoly or end, you know, the major way we're, we're, we're producing energy. Or J.P. Morgan was funding Tesla and he was a banker and he was all interested about making money, right? increasing his wealth and his family's wealth and his legacy. He didn't have the ability to think outside of the box. When Tesla said, no, you don't understand, uh, JP Morgan wanted to meter it. How are we gonna meter it and charge the people? And he said, no, it's free. We wanna give it to the people. And he was like, that's not my idea. And he burnt his laboratory in Long Island down to the ground. So if this has already been in the mind of man, we only need to speak it into existence. You have to remember before the Wright brothers flew, you know, they were testing, there were other people trying to fly. And the news reports in that day, there was a big uh, flight that failed. And uh, the headlines read that man will never fly. Really? <laughs> you know, I, I go, I'll, I'll fly to Heathrow tomorrow if I want to, you know? So LAX, I see, you know, five planes a minute take off. So. You know, flight is completely possible. There are uh, uh, all possibilities, right? That's what the quantum physicists are looking at right now. All possibilities exist. And you've got a movie that, said, that talks about men stare, uh, stare at goats. It was a book that was written about the CIA and the military trying to find information about uh, psychic phenomenon. Uh, you've also got The Teachings of the Masters in the Far East. It was a, a book written by scientists, and I think world governments, they sent some operatives down there to the Middle East, China, and India to study these masters that they'd heard about. You know, this book is available. You can get it on YouTube for free, I think. Uh, and they studied these masters, and I think uh, 12 of the 13 operatives that went over to study with these guys stayed with the masters because they wanted to continue learning. And so, so again, all possibilities, speak it into existence, using the laws of alchemy, the, uh, 
all the ancient learned people from Newton, Descartes, you know, back to Da Vinci, they all studied Neoplatonic philosophy before the industrial age university school system was set up. So what is Neoplatonic philosophy? It's alchemy. Your word is your wand, abracadabra. And so speaking into existence that which the mind can be programmed through the heart's desire, right? So my desire is to evolve the species, take us to the next level, complete human liberation, freedom, freedom of, of expression, artistic expression. What can we create? And so that is where my mind is at. Uh, and these are very dangerous ideas, especially because just having this conversation undermines people's education. It undermines their worldview. It undermines their religious views. And so, and we're dealing with a lot of idealistic tribalism and uh, really programmed consciousness. You talk about a world beyond money, people can't even fathom that. You talk about a world beyond oil and people are like bullshit. And they'll fight. First of all, they know that oil and fossil fuels and gasoline engine powered cars are creating massive pollution massive amounts of, of disruption in our ability to breathe and to live as a species, yet they will defend the global entities keeping those in place, keeping uh, oil wars like Iraq, Libya, uh, Darfur, uh, Afghanistan, Syria, all these oil wars, Yemen, they, 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 will, they will say that, oh, well, we, th that'll never end, not in my lifetime. So they will literally defend and speak into existence the exact problem that is antithetical to their life instead of really thinking, wow, is there another possibility? But this is understandable because we're dealing with sophomore consciousness with human beings. Pe human beings are basically an adolescent um, stage of their development. And so it's time to grow up as a species. It's time to take responsibility. It's time to you know think different, think higher. In my humble opinion, what do you? Not just what do you say, but how do you how do you get those people to to make the relevant changes? You know those ones that are like super plugged in that are not as consciously aware and not as ascended as maybe you are and 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 maybe I am and some others are. How do you get to those people and make them to realize? No, that's that's a great question. And again back to the sophomore consciousness. We're dealing with a popularity game right now. We're dealing with Kardashian consciousness, right? People wanna look at the weirdos on TikTok and the, and the Logan Pauls and the Jake Pauls and the Kardashians, tits and ass, sexy bodies, you know, young people, smart people, funny people. So great, we are a voyeuristic culture. We're a voyeuristic, you know, we wanna be connected and so, so lo and behold, the internet comes along. The, the, the Indians prophesized a long time ago that the interconnectedness of all life would be physicalized and they believe that that is the internet. And so, uh, and I truly believe that too. So we can now affect change. We can utilize the same methodologies that were used against us, taking Freudian psychology, developed into public relations and creating advertising campaigns and, um, uh, news programs with research bias to program and infect the consciousness of mankind using Disney type animation to program the mind with Prince Charming type you know technology and then using utilizing advertising basically if you don't you know use our toothpaste you're not going to get your Prince Charming 
Uh, and this is, this is the, the, the programming that we're dealing with. So flip that yin-yang coin over. Let's program the pipeline of media uh, with life affirmative principles. So you can now turn on the media, young people, you get zits, which is directly related to your gut health, and people don't like having zits, and everyone wants to get laid at the biochemical level. So people want to pick up on girls and, and, you know, and, and have relationships, and you're not going to get that if you're fat, pudgy, uh, overweight, smelly, you know, and you can only look, flip on the camera, flip on the, the, flip on the iPhone and, and social media and see who's healthy. See exactly who's healthy, who's living a healthy life. Oh, not only do I feel like shit, but my parents have me on ADHDH drugs and, and, and they've got me on pain pills and this pill and that pill and I'm fucking miserable. Oh, but I got my TikTok. Who's bouncing off the wall? Who's enjoying their life? Oh my God, that person's jumping off into a waterfall. They're going swimming. They're enjoying their life. They're hiking. They're out in the nature. They're on the beach. They're at Muscle Beach in California. What's that all about? Let me take a vacation. Let me fly out to Muscle Beach. Meet someone like me. Not that I'm the only person doing it, but meet someone like me that's friendly, that doesn't care how they look or how they feel. All human beings are children of God. And so we can, I can turn that camera back on show people that they are the answer that they are the divinity code that they have the ability to create the consciousness that's that's necessary to change the world around us and so so what i'm saying is again it's a popularity game we've always looked at beauty which is symmetry and genetics right and so i was a model people would look at my 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 pictures and it would try to sell them a product or services so i'm using the same technology that I've been given with to do the same thing, to sell humanity's divinity right back to them. Preferably, most of what I teach and most of my, all, most of my content is free, and it's been that way for a very long time. And so, and they can, people can consume it as much as, as they can. I have clients and, 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 and uh, mentees that work with me and interns that work with me that have found me off the internet, that they watched my thousands of videos, they've watched them all, and they want to work more closely directly uh, with me. So, so the answers and the solutions are there because it's right on the internet. The good thing is with like the Logan Pauls and the Jake Pauls, you know, Jake Paul is working with my good friend who's, uh, who specializes in breath work and he specializes in vi visualization. And so he just did a huge boxing match. You know, these guys are mega stars. These are the celebrities of today. And these guys want to optimize and they've got the cash flow to do so. And they're working with people like my friend Lucas Mack. And they're finding solutions. And then they're going to go out and tell their people you know, uh, Jake Paul just gave a big shout out to visualization, breath work, and my friend Lucas Mack. And so people, young people are starting to see the solutions that are crystallizing before them. So the answers are there and available anytime they want to flip on the internet. And then ultimately, they're going to look inside and see what their hearts desire. They're going to look in the mirror. Am I overweight? 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. And we export whatever's popular in the United States through trade agreements. 
not only popularity, but we also export our, 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 our shitty goods and services, right? All of our chemicals and our pharmaceuticals. So your, our statistics that have been growing are now over there and growing over there because our culture is affecting it. So the good thing is, is the internet and people like me are now able to get information that's more holistic for people and they can, they can grab, gravitate towards that. Again, as above, so below. This is what an animal looks like in the wild until, they're in, in, until their old age, right? They're svelte, they're healthy, and they're functional until the, they live until the day they die. This is our birthright instead of what we get you know, is obesity, sedentary, and then we can get uh, uh, drugs to, for the solution. And then you become a consistent uh, customer of these drug companies, of these chemical companies that are maiming people. And so let's just flip that coin over. Half of the stuff that I teach is free, free 50 free. Breathe deeply, think pure thoughts, ground into the earth, get sunlight on your body, eat nutritious food, drink pure water, advocate for the same. You only have four needs. Everything else is a want. Food, shelter, water, and technology are the four needs. Everything else is a want. When we get back to that, we're going to shut the whole materialistic consumer uh, um, situation down. Half the things that are being sold and marketed are useless. They're unnecessary for people. Yet people are programmed to desire them. Yeah, they're always after the, the shiny objects. Yeah, the shiny object is your body temple. This is the temple of God. The human being body is the temple of God. You spoke way back at the start of this podcast about when you had your, your vision of humanity makes it go into a bit more detail about how you how that vision is a lot of this stuff that you've just been talking about is that how you how you saw it in the vision of the world the world going in terms of the four ideas that you spoke about well the four ideas that i spoke about uh free energy which will subjugate the whole oil situation that's causing the majority of our problems from war and destitution uh and displacement off of lands in africa and decimation of lands to uh contamination of chemical surface runoff into the from pesticides and herbicides which are utilized by petro, petrochemical byproducts that are also in um, pharmaceutical drugs, uh, the pollution, etc. So most of our problems will go away with free energy, the majority of them. Then we've got to replenish the soils and replant the trees of the world. But once the military doesn't have to go and get the oil out of people's backyards, then we can deploy the military to, re, to uh, uh, reforest the earth, to replant the trees and clean the, uh, the, 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 the coral reefs. This is already happening. My friend is a war hero, Marine Recon, Rudy Reyes, and he's got Force Blue and Force Blue. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, sponsored by the NFL, and, and he gets all his war hero buddies to... to to replant the coral reefs. And so uh, it's already happening. It just needs to happen at a grander scale. It needs to happen overnight. And how that's gonna happen is we're gonna raise the octave. We're gonna raise the consciousness, the frequency and vibration of thought to a higher vi vibratory range. The frequency of, of, of love is, you know, it's measured, it's much higher than the frequency of hate, of death, destruction, anger, um, um, pain, genocide, um, uh, rape, pillage, etc. Frequency of love and gratitude is much, much higher. 
And so the frequency is going, the, 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 the vibratory range, everything is energy. To understand the universe, Tesla said, uh, understand, you know, uh, uh, frequency, uh, uh, vibration, you know, un un understand, understand frequency and vibration. And so, so when it rises to a higher octave, uh, we will shift uh, globally. Instead of competition, we'll be working with cooperation. There's a, there's a uh, principle called biomimicry. Um, it's basically the way nature runs. It's a whole uh, scientific observation. Uh, and it states that life creates conditions conducive for life. So a spider, for example, will take uh, things in its local environment and uh, process it through its own body in an aqueous solution at room temperature and create something that's five times the, 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 the strength of steel. So a spider's web is extremely strong. So that's just one point, right? There's other elements in nature that create things that are stronger than concrete. Uh, and so life creates condition, conditions conducive for life. And usually it, they use its local environment. Right now we're just raping and pillaging other ends of the earth uh, for certain industries. Uh, and it's not very sustainable. So, uh, so the way I see it is once the, once the frequency and vibration raises, once people flip on their social media and go, I'm fat and sick as hell, and I got pimples all over my face, and I look like shit, and I look like a mutant, and nature's first law is self-preservation, so everyone wants to get laid at the biochemical level, so everyone wants to pro procreate, and so you turn on the camera, it's like, if I want to get laid, and I can't get laid because I'm fat and sick, and I feel like shit, uh, and look like shit, and I'm, and I'm consciously, I'm fucked up, and I, I turn on the internet, and lo and behold, there's someone like me, or someone like one of my friends, or not that I'm God's gift to human consciousness, but there's, there's plenty of people out there that are, that are beautiful, that are utilizing their body, that are eating clean, nutritious food, and the solutions uh, are there. And so once they start gravitating to that and they want to start changing their lives, because that's what I sell, I say that the solutions are always there, then, uh, and more people are already doing this. Health and wellness is the biggest trend on this fucking planet right now. 30 years ago, when I started juicing, people were like, what are you doing that for? Were you stupid? You know? And uh, I was skin brushing and fasting. And it's like, oh, you're going to hurt yourself if you fast. Really? The Essenes taught Jesus how to fast. Fasting is one of the old ancient traditions of, of this planet. We've just lost our way. So again, I, I forgot the exact question that you asked, but uh, you're kind of asking the how it's going to shake out. Is that it? I don't, the, ha the how has yet to be determined, but I believe that uh, awareness is the first step, and most people are not self-aware. If they were, they would recognize that, that they are obese and in pain, and, and they would do something about it. Instead, they just keep eating the same crap, doing the same crappy things to themselves, uh, and they take pain pills to mask the pain. And so a sensitive body, a, a, a healthy body is a sensitive body. So... So, you know, my objective is people are going to get to look into the mirror more. And you're seeing corporations are trying to normalize dysfunction because the corporate multinational conglomerates uh, are intertwined with the chemical companies, the food companies, uh, all these 
all these companies that are keeping keeping everything at status quo. Uh, and so and so they don't want the cat to be out of the bag. But the fact of the matter is, is, is people are intelligent. They're going to figure it out and they're going to seek out solutions and solutions are going to find them. And so and I just think that that's where we're headed. And I believe it's going to happen uh, as a quantum leap. And I do believe that, that quantum leap is happening this year. 2020 is the year of inner vision and people are waking up. And all the answers are inside. All knowledge is knowledge itself. Nothing that I teach is nothing new is underneath, nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And it's going back to the, that original idea and what the book centered on is that law of correspondence, like creating that internal environment that's projected outwards. All the things that have come to the forefront in the last few years. So a lot of the things that we spoke about at the start and a lot of the stuff that you promote is like cold therapy, um, breathing, sunlight, a lot of this stuff, it, it's been around for centuries, but it's coming back around and people are, as you say, waking up, becoming more consciously aware of it and putting it into practice, practice as well. And that's what's going to make the big difference as well. And it's the same with the whole psychedelic movement. That's the big, the, in the last kind of few years, that's really picking up and getting traction and more and more people are coming to the idea of, of, of doing the, the, the psychedelic. You did what I washed away back in, what did you say? 2006 was it or 2005? So, and now it's uh, a lot more people are doing it. So yeah, I completely agree with people are waking up and the planet is, is lifting its vibrational energy. We just need more people to do it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening. You know, I, I worked in, in the Amazon 2006 and, took people down there for retreats and, and, uh, and now, you know, I just went down to Costa Rica 2019 and, uh, you know, 13 years after the first time I drank ayahuasca and, uh, there's a, you know, there's a $50 million center down there, uh, doing this for your Western people. It's the insurance. Um, it's all legal. They have a medical director. You can bill your insurance. I'm not sure if your insurance will pay it, but it's helping people get off opiate, opioids. It's helping, they do breath work down there as well. They do colonics. It's a healing center. It's five star. It's, and it's got capacity of 110 people. When he started out even five years ago, there was only five to 10 people coming down there. Now there's 80 to 90 people a week and the place is booked up. So the world is the world is changing hugely. Organic food, juicing, all that stuff's available in my neighborhood. And of course, what gets created in Los Angeles, you know, that's where the trendsetters are. Los Angeles and New York, London, that's where all the information comes from. That's where the culture is created. And of course, California and Hollywood has always created culture. You've got the you know, James Dean and Marilyn Monroe. Sex sells and being cool is not going away anytime ever. So what I'm doing is I'm just branding out holistic health as cool and sexy. Bottom line, that's it. Sex sells is never going away, ever. Health and wellness is never going away. It's the biggest trend, as you said. So we're in the we're both in the right the right industry, you could say. <laughs> right place at the right time baby exactly you know get with the times you know I, here in the united states and in the uk we've got an organic wheatgrass company we have the holistic justice league we're looking we're creating an army 
of human beings with the Holistic Justice League, Holist theholisticjusticeleague.com. We're creating an army, helping people eat cleaner and greener. We've got an excellent nutrition program. It's all organic. Sourcing organic food is challenging. Don't worry about it. We'll deliver it straight to your door for about $10 a day. And so, um, you know, if people want to join forces with us, they can instantly just sign up with us. Uh, and we've got people all over the world. We've got team leaders happening all over the world. I've got a huge team in the UK I've been working with for the last six years. All sports fitness professionals, yoga teachers, naturopathic doctors, etc. I've been on tour in the UK twice already. I'm coming again this year. Yes. You can come and work out with me for sure and we can, uh, we can kick it 100%. Where are you located exactly? In Nottingham, Nottingham, in the middle. About two hours, two hours from London, an hour from Birmingham, two hours from Manchester. Robin Hood country. Right in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, you'll like it. I love it up there. You got crop circles in your neighborhood? Close by, yeah. Stonehenge is one of my favorite places, man. It's amazing. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably about, probably about three hours from where we are but yeah to Stonehenge and then obviously further down south you've got Glastonbury there's so many so many uh spiritual places and like high vibrational places I need to get myself to California as well so we'll we'll do a trade-off <laughs> hey the fact of the matter is this this world is amazing whenever I go on my camping trip with my kids for the summer you drive 50 miles outside of any city center and you're just like wow man whether it's the desert or the mountains or the rivers or, you know, the Pacific Northwest. We went to the whole rainforest in, in, up near Seattle this year. And it was just like, wow, man, the world is amazing. And the people as well on the whole, like I know we've said about we need to raise people up and stuff, but the people, the people, everyone's amazing. We're all one, as you said, with law of divine oneness. We're all, we're all the same. So yeah, the, let's just make it a better place on all levels. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's why we're sharing this wisdom on this podcast. And I think Ali, cause I'm, I'm trying to figure this out myself, you know, what separates us so much. And, and I really think this whole idea of money and the fake economy and the fake currencies, it just really drives people away. People don't have time for, you know, other people because they've got to go get to work for some fake job, making some kind of, you know, plastic trinket or you know entertainment or media to get people's eyeballs to buy more crap you know it's all it's all just like a fake simulated reality that we bought into but the fact of the matter is if anybody really goes out on a camping trip and you see how magnificent life is or you read wolf uh uh ralph uh um uh, you know, you know, you read Emerson or 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 uh, uh, you know any of the greats. Um, you know, speak about nature. You know, it's it's just a magical, mystical place that we that we reside in, and um, that's enough of a turn on within itself. We don't need commercial goods and services or anything else really to make us happy. What we need to do is get back to nature. Let's leave, leave the guys with some uh, actionable steps put into practice straight away as soon as they've stopped, stopped listening to this and they can go out and make, make an impact and start to lift their, their energy, lift their health, lift their vibrational state. 
what would those one to three things be to do straight away? Three things you can do to revolutionize your life. Um, first and foremost, um, I'd look in the mirror and get uh, naked with yourself, both literally and figuratively, and ask yourself who you want to be. What do you want to do with your life? And be honest. Figure it out from the heart's desire. The mind is a trap, and it's going to try and monetize. It's going to try and tell you, oh, you need to be a doctor or a lawyer for status, for your family to love you, or, or you need this, or you need that. The fact of the matter is, do you like to draw? Do you like to write? Do you like to ride horses? Do you like to do archery? Do you like to climb mountains? Do you like to surf? Do you like to take care of children? Do you like to grow food? Do you like to cook food? It doesn't matter. Just figure out what your heart desires uh, and look into that mirror. And the second part of that is, is you're going to need your health to create your dreams. So get honest with where you at health-wise and start moving in the direction of having a holistic body. I have nine pillars of health in my book, um, and it covers everything from food and water to movement, sleep, thoughts, breathing, uh, relationships. There's fundamental principles that you need as a groundwork. So you can consume my content. Uh, you can consume Ali's content. You know, consume content that's going to upgrade your health on those basic fundamental principles, hydration, nutrition, sleep, movement, dream, purpose, legacy, you know, what it is that you want to do. Um, and then uh, finally, I, I, would, I would figure out, you know, what it is you like to do creatively and um, do that. You know, whatever it is that you like, how you like to express yourself, um, you know, which is a little bit different from your dream, your purpose, and your legacy, which is number two. But, you know, what's going to give you enjoyment? What's your non-negotiables? So, for example, my non-negotiables are hanging out with my children daily, hugging them, uh, getting my feet into the earth, um, bathing. You know, figure out your non-negotiables and, and, and do that. You know, make your life an art project. Perfection doesn't exist and comparison is the thief of joy. So don't get caught up in that nonsense. Yeah. Just do the best you can. Definitely. Three great, three great tips. I just want to touch on the last one you made as well, because that's something that I've really realized the last few years and opened up to is, is doing a pursuit that you that's more creative for for years i would i'd always loved cooking and cooking my own food then i was in a relationship that i, I stopped doing it for like years probably five six years not even cooking just for oh she'll cook for me it's okay like palm it off onto the other person and then when i ended that relationship and i started um seeing my current wife sarah she loved cooking as well and we kind of inspired each other and then for the last five years that we've been together i'm cooking all the time i love cooking it's my way of being creative this year i've done something very similar i said to myself i'm going to pick up the guitar again and start playing music because i love to i love the music and i love to jam with the guitar yeah, and that's something that i'd put off and for whatever reason or divine time not done it for four or five years but back playing the guitar now and all of these things all of these pursuits that they, they bring you joy and they do everything that we're we're trying to promote on this podcast and you're trying to say bring that energy up bring that vibration up and also when you're doing stuff that that you're passionate about and that you enjoy life's a better place well and it's not work is it exactly it's fun it's 
it's play. I mean, I'm working right now. This is this is not work for me. I'm not like stressed out. You know, it's like I'm enjoying this. Me too. So before I go, you asked me for a quote. Okay. So the quote that I want to leave you from, and this is in my book, it comes from my mentor in the Amazon, the great gringo shaman, Scott Peterson. He says, there's nothing more frightful than being completely well, because then you have to take responsibility for the world around you. Great ending. Awesome. Awesome, Troy. I appreciate your time so much. Yeah, I appreciate you too, brother. Okay, awesome. All right, Ali, you have a great day, man. God bless you. Peace and love. Okay. Bye. Take care, brother. That's a wrap on another episode of the Kinetic Fitness Show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast episode with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, peace and love.